Hey, this is Alexander. You are listening to Podcasters. Today's featured podcaster is Steve Christensen from Scoop School, the Ice Cream Retailers Podcast. It's episode number 106. It's season number two. Welcome. Welcome to Podcasters. Today is April the 10th. And we are coming to you live through the Spreaker studio. Good day, listener. Good day, on- mate. <laughs> Good day. Hey, I got on the on the line with me right now is, is our guest, Steve Christensen of Scoop School, the Ice Cream Retailers Podcast. How are you, Steve? Mate, I am fabulous. Very excited to be here. Thank you. Right on. Let me just read your bio real quickly. I I have this wonderful bio. I'll just read some parts of it. So Steve Christensen, after opening and operating a chain of frozen custard stores in his native Australia, Steve was invited by a major U.S. equipment manufacturer to the United States and moved to the United States with his family in 2004. Taking up position as director and chief instructor at the Frozen Dessert Institute in locations around the country, Steve has trained literally tens of thousands of current and would-be ice cream business owners, both independent and franchise, in the art of making ice cream and growing a retail and wholesale frozen dessert business. So some of the other highlights include... Steve has had his hand in opening more than 700 ice cream and frozen dessert retail locations. He's an internationally sought-after keynote speaker and seminar leader, a monthly columnist for the Ice Cream Alliance magazine, and regularly contributes to other publications. Steve has also been featured on radio programs, web-based video productions, and television. He's the founder of Scoop School. And in 2015, he authored his first book, From Hopeless to Hero, How to Hire, Train, and Motivate Super Employees, which became a bestseller and a number one new release on Amazon.com. Check it out, hopelesstohero.com. Steve, that's amazing. Wow. Wow, that's a mouthful. Yeah, I really packed that bio. I'm sorry you had to read all of that. <laughs> no, no, it's awesome. It's awesome. I'm super impressed. So, but you know, before we get into the podcast, I wanted to ask one question. I'm, I'm, I, I've decided I'm going to start the show this way all the time now because I really want podcasters are the ones who are listening. So if we can add some value to the podcaster, let's do that. So my first question is, what's one thing you have done that has improved your show or has increased the size of your audience? You know what? I'm going to ask you a question before I answer that question. Are you wearing your fedora? Um, no. Oh. Where am I fedora? I, I have had this illusion of you kind of looking at me with those steely eyes and your uh, fedora on. I I don't know whether I can answer any questions if you don't have the fedora on. Okay, hold on. I'm getting. You know why I'm not wearing it because I have these big bulky ear, ear headset <laughs> yeah. on and I can't fit it on. Well, that's okay. fine. You can you can leave it on. It's um, I'm actually balancing it on the top of my head now. <laughs> oh, good. You know that's a great question. Um, I don't know whether there's one thing. There is a couple of things that I did uh, about a year ago. Actually, I was posting a podcast purely on uh, iTunes every two weeks or so. And as you mentioned, my area of expertise is 
retail, wholesale, uh, ice cream, and frozen dessert production. And so I would, every two weeks or so, interview either someone in the ice cream industry that was doing very well or a new store that opened or a supplier to the industry. Uh, and it was just on the uh, just on the iTunes, and it went for about 20, 25 minutes. Um, I was actually listening to a podcast by the guy by the name of Russell Brunson, hmm. uh, very influential podcaster and video guy. Anyway, I heard him say on his podcast that if you if you want to be really a, a big player in the online world. Uh, you should try and post every day. And I thought, holy cow, that's a lot. You know, I don't know whether I can post every day. But he went on to say that as you accumulate this kind of bulk of content, it gives you much more credibility. So I did two things. One is that I, I basically every Monday um, recorded five days worth of podcasts. And I, I, I shortened them up so they're only five to seven minutes on Tips, tricks, um, life hacks to grow your ice cream business. Um, the second thing I did was, as I was listening to that, I thought, how can I reach a more broader audience base? And I was relatively comfortable with cam being on camera. So I thought, why don't I actually just record video-wise my podcast so I can post it on YouTube? So that was about 120 episodes ago, um, and I tell you that the process of posting, not daily, but close to daily, and having that bank of videos that match up with the audio on, uh, on my other audio platforms has made a huge difference to my customer base, to people wanting to talk to me about my business. Uh, that, that really has revolutionized my podcasting slash video casting over the past you know four or five months awesome awesome thanks for sharing that steve thank you no problem all right well th tell us more about the podcast scoop school the ice cream retailers podcast so it i i was listening to, to i think it was today's episode it was like very pardon the pun very digestible at five minutes <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about it well, my core focus is ice cream retailers or people who want to get into the ice cream business. And it's interesting because there are many podcasters out there, myself included, that thought or think that my segment of my particular industry or focus or passion is just so narrow that, you know, are there really going to be people out there that, um, that listen to this or can it become much broad range? Um, and I've just found that there's a lot of people who love ice cream that also listen to the podcast. And it's basically, it's three to five minutes of, hey, this is a tip or a trick or, as I said, some uh, procedure or a little bit of education to help you grow your business every day or every podcast. Um, there are some when I'm traveling, I will actually uh, do, I, I won't load it on the audio side of things because it's too, just too demonstrative on the video side. Um, so not all of the videos actually get downloaded onto the audio podcast side of things. But it's basically, as I said, three to five minutes of uh, ice cream goodness for people who want to get into the business or in the business. Uh, and as I said, every every day or so. 
So and so it's not that narrow because you have people within the ice cream industry and then you have just the people who love ice cream who want to hear more. Right. And and also there's some crossover because a lot of what I talk about in my particular field is applicable to the restaurant industry generally. So we we might talk about food costs or we might talk about sanitation or we might talk about whatever, staff training, uh, employee uniforms. Um, and so I'm finding that even though I'm choosing to focus on ice cream, I'm getting the fringe dwellers of the restaurant scene as well, um, which works pretty good for me. What do you hope that the, the show eventually becomes? Or are you completely satisfied with it? Mate, for for the current iteration of it, I, I am satisfied. My goal is to be able to have people do a number of things. One is to build some sort of credibility or expertise uh, within the field, which it really has done, um, but also to drive people to our website. So interestingly, you know, we talk about monetization, and I know that's probably on the list of questions that you have. Um, when I started a dual or, or a, a podcast and streaming on video at the same time, um, I do not put ads on my YouTube channel. So I want the uh, information to be easily digested without having to someone have to click through an ad or click, click through this. So monetization for me doesn't come through revenue from YouTube. It really does come from people coming to my website or suppliers uh, who hear the podcast and hear somebody else mentioned as a as a um, advertiser or a sponsor of that podcast uh, and come to me. So I get revenue through either advertisers who want to be on the podcast or uh, people who say, hey, I want this guy to help me open up my ice cream shop. I'll do a course or I'll get him to consult me and so forth. Mm. Steve, how long did it take how many episodes do you figure it took before you started getting that engagement and people reaching out to you and, and seeking your, your, your help and expertise? Well, I already had I, I had some recognition in the industry. So um, we've been in the country in the U.S. 15 years, yeah, probably 8 to 10, 12 years. I've kind of built up my reputation in the industry as an expert in the field of ice cream and ice cream education. Uh, I say it's more accent than content. You know, I get up and they, they don't remember what I said, but they remember, oh, the crazy Australian ice cream guy. Yeah, I remember that guy. Um, so when we started doing the podcast, um, we probably had about 10, 15, 20 episodes under our belts, and it really wasn't making that much traction. When I started posting every day or close to every day, I would probably say it was about 30 or 40 episodes daily before people started to kind of click on either my iTunes link or my YouTube page and they could just see this huge bank of information. Now, again, what I did was snippet it down to five to seven minutes rather than 20 or 20 to 30 minutes. So I found that in doing that, when people click on the page, even just visually, having a look at the list of you know topics covered or people interviewed um, – it really does give people a sense of, boy, this guy knows what he's talking about, even if he doesn't. So, you know, for me, it was about the 20, 30, 40 episodes. Um, and it was much more visual for my listeners and viewers rather than, you know, listening to every one of them, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
the podcast, I, I mean, it, it's it's business like. Well, it is business, but are there parts of this podcast that you know fulfill you personally? Um, I I think so. I mean, I really enjoy the part of my business that actually gets to teach. Uh, in fact, I was a police officer for years in Australia, thirteen years, and I remember a conversation I had with my wife. You know, I wasn't happy being a policeman. And she said, well, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I, I want to teach. I love teaching. But being a full-time teacher in high schools, uh, I, I just gave a presentation to an entrepreneurial class in high school here just this week. And I said, you know, teachers as a profession just do not get paid the money that they deserve because they're really shaping, you know, the, the youth of the nation. So I, I, I wanted to teach, but I didn't know I didn't know whether I wanted to be a full-time school teacher. So having the opportunity to either stand in front of the camera or get in front of the microphone and teach actually is very fulfilling for me. So it's kind of a dual role. I, I love teaching. I love presenting. Um, and if that can bring in business, that's that's great. Did you dis- discover the teaching while you were doing it or did you have an idea that this would happen, that you would podcast and teach? Um. I probably taught first, so I kind of gained a bit of a reputation for classes and online work and seminars first. Um, and I think if you're relatively confident in standing up in front of a group of people and teaching, that the podcasting comes a little more easier. Um, so I think they go hand in hand. I think one also kind of helps to increase the other. When when you're comfortable in teaching podcasting becomes easier as you do more podcasting it becomes easier to teach so um, there really is a great crossover between those two elements yeah have you learned anything about yourself steve since you've been doing this um yeah i've learned not to take myself too seriously um i've also learned funnily enough that people want to hear the real podcaster, the real you. Um, I used to really overly script a lot of things and and I have a framework for I know what I want to speak about, but I used to be able to almost bullet point it and I found myself becoming very stifled. But when you let go and kind of just, if you've got a particular area of expertise, which you're relatively comfortable talking about, People would rather hear you talk about it like you would in conversation at a dinner party or at a, you know, at a lunch rather than the bullet point elevator speech. Um, so I kind of learned to not be as structured uh, in, in my podcasting. And uh, that's kind of helped me, again, be a better communicator as well. Hmm. Has that kind of also made you feel more comfortable in, within, in your skin? Yeah, I think so. Um, it's interesting because when Russell Brunson gave that advice about this daily podcast bit, he said, you've got to do it even if it's you, even if it's only you and your mum listening. Mm. And sometimes I think we can get, or at least I can get a little bit concerned about you know, who's listening, what are the numbers, are they liking it, are they not? Um, and again, I think that having the ability to let go and just enjoy it enjoy the process, actually becomes more appealing to people. People like to listen to it because it sounds like the podcast is actually enjoying what he's doing, which is what I get from when I listen to your podcast. I mean, I think everybody tends to be 
initially so structured and I've got to do this right, whereas the general listener, I think, just wants to hear someone almost like a friend giving them advice, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and if you listen enough, then the podcaster is your friend. It's very, it's it's very strange how that happens. That that intimate connection that you have with someone who's who's got you in their earbuds. It's uh, it's actually wonderful, and you know, I'm very grateful for anyone who listens. Let me it, ask it is, you. That, that's very true. Can I just mention when I go yes, to absolutely. conventions and different things, I'll be in an elevator, and people, you know, I'll be kind of talking on the phone or whatever. And people who have been listening to the podcast become so, um, like you said, so comfortable and so friendly with you that, hey, Steve, you know, and it's like, oh, hi, uh, we met. Well, no, I listened to your podcast. And there really is something intimate about being in someone's presence and having them hear your presentation regularly. It, uh, it, it really does make a connection with people. Yeah. And how about like the business aspect of that? Because if you're creating a podcast and your listeners trusting you, I just come up with this assumption that, well, they're going to buy from you because they trust you and they know you. Yeah. And the beauty of the podcast is, and for most parts, most of the, well, all the podcasts I listen to are uh, are free. Um, If you can provide great content on your podcast, engaging content, educational content, People think, well, if this is the free stuff, imagine what the paid stuff would be like. Mm. And so that's a great lead-in. There's also a little bit of pressure there to make sure that whatever you're charging for is of good quality. Um, but it does drive people to uh, to look at you as an authority and are willing to you know, engage you because of that authority. Just out of curiosity, I think most of us daydream about multiple podcasts. Have you been daydreaming about a second podcast? And if you have been, what what are you what are you thinking about? You know, um, I uh, a church based guy go to church every week. Um, there, I think there's a lot of room for a church or a religious-based podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously, um, you know, that kind of teaches good life principles um, in such a way that people go, yeah, yeah, I could I could get that. I don't know right now. My wife calls me the plate spinner. You know those kind of guys that spin those plates on poles? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and and uh, I have about 17 of these plates spinning and uh, – when the ones on the end start to wobble, I run over. So right now, a podcast would be just another very wobbly place, another podcast. But if I had to, that's what I would do. Yeah. And I love that idea because I've thought about that as well. And to me, I could see it because podcasts are so versatile and they could do so many different things for you. But if you want to, if you even want to strengthen your spiritual practice, if you create a podcast based upon the faith that you follow or whatever you subscribe to, you're actually do it, going through a process of spirituality and, and actually practicing. Right. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, wonderful information. I should ask you, before, before we get into our, our, the little game, what's one piece of advice that you would give to someone if they have a business and they're thinking about starting a podcast? What would you tell that person? Um, I, I would uh, – I, I just say don't delay. Um, 
it, it is well worth this, the relatively small amount of time and effort that you put in in order to give you, as it's done for my business, some credibility, some authority. Um, don't be overly concerned about the, uh, the, the framework because if you're just on talking, introducing yourself, taking five, ten minutes to kind of explain a principle, thanks for tuning in, you know, I'll talk to you in the next podcast. Um, I think sometimes we get overly um, concerned with bumpers and intros and the introduction guy and, the, you know, let's get the basics right. Let's get your streaming service. Let's get your audio right. Everything else can be added on top of that. When I first started podcasting, uh, I now I have a little uh, bumper that kind of starts off and then finishes off and, and we had sponsors. But w- um, when I first started, it was just me introducing myself and then signing off at the end and that was it. I think if I'd have waited to kind of have all of that in place, I wouldn't have done it. So yeah. get straight in and do it. Excellent. Excellent advice. All right. Let's do the podcasters challenge. Steve. All right. The, all right. <laughs> the object of the game is to answer as many questions as you can in 60 seconds. I've got 15 questions for you. If you're stuck, just say pass and I'll move on. We'll see how many you can answer correctly. The score to beat this season is 11. So you got this. I'm going to put 60 seconds on the clock. The clock will begin after I ask you the first question. Score all 15 and you'll be inducted into the Podcaster's Life (laughs) Hall of Fame. Are you ready, sir? I'm a little scared, but I'm ready. (laughs) You got this. The Waves of Tech podcast features Steve and Dave Lee. What is their relationship? Uh, They are brothers. Is Juti a type of woman's shoe or a podcast microphone? A podcast microphone. What's the full name of your microphone? The full name of my microphone is a Blue Yeti. Does Endopod and Podfade mean the same thing? No. Adam Carolla or Ronnie Hawkins, which one is a podcaster? Adam Carolla. True or false, does RSS stand for Rich Site Syndication? Mm, I'm going to say yes to that. Is El Zorro the name of a mustache or a microphone boom arm? I'm going to say a mustache. Blackberry, Blueberry, Raspberry, which one is a podcast hosting service? Blueberry. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your first published episode? Three. Who was the first U.S. president to podcast? <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Name one other Canadian podcast. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the Royal Mounted Police podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to check that out. <laughs> yeah, I might be right on that one. You better do some research. They, they probably just talk about horses every episode. <laughs> and hats. That's what it's called, the Horses and Hats podcast. <laughs> Uh, okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. Very oh, good. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Stephen Dave Lee, father and son. Juti is a shoe. Um, microphone El Zorro is a mustache. Blackberry. You, first U.S. president is uh, was George W., apparently. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, very well done. Very well done. Thank you for indulging me. Thank you for playing my game. And did you check on the Royal Mounted Police? Because I, I think I'm going to have to uh, <laughs> throw a yellow flag down on that one. <laughs> 
I gave it to you. Uh, I, <laughs> I'll have to check that out. No, I, I didn't get that to you. Oh, yes, I did. I gave it to you. I'll check that out. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thanks for playing. Um, so, Steve, how can people connect with you? How can they listen to your podcast? Uh, share anything you'd like to share. The floor is all yours. Well, um, look, I would like to think that our podcast and our video cast is relatively entertaining, if not educational. So even if you're not interested in ice cream, that's fine. Um, you can search on the iTunes uh, platform for the Scoop School podcast, S-C-O-O-P-S-C-H-O-O-L. Uh, same with uh, on our YouTube channel. Um, our Twitter account is Ice Cream Bloke, funnily enough. And, uh, yeah, scoopschool.com is our website. We uh, love to have you along if you're interested in or even just want to listen to a little bit of uh, Australian ice cream goodness, then uh, love to have you along. Excellent. Okay, Steve, uh, don't go away. Listener, thank you for tuning in on today's episode. I thank very much Steve Christensen and Scoop School. Check him out. Also, check out my website, podcasterscoach.com check out all my podcasting programs thanks again for tuning in have a wonderful day and goodbye for now hello my name is sophia i am 10 years old and my dad is alexander the podcaster's coach this part of the show is called the Micro Podcast Improv. I wrote a bunch of words for my dad, and he cut them up and put them in a small box. He's going to pick a word from the box. He told me that he doesn't cheat. And he and his guests will do a Passion Project Micro Podcast on that word for three to five minutes. I hope you enjoy the show. Bye. All right, Steve, we're back for the bonus Micro podcast improv. Bonus the, round. The bonus round. The word is presence. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to the presence micro podcast. This is the premiere episode of the presence micro podcast. I am one half of the presence team, Alexander, and on the other line is Steve Christensen. Steve Christensen. Well, have you? gotten any presents today well it's funny you should say that uh, i was actually thinking was it presence ts or presence cs or ce because i am present i mean i'm present in life but i don't think i've got any presence ts today oh oh well we're gonna have to rectify that situation the day is not over that's true what is the best part of in your opinion steve what's the best part of receiving a present that you like well the best part of receiving a present for me is actually the joy in the first glimpse you get as the wrapping paper or the bag comes apart i love that kind of little flutter of the heart when you just see a glimpse of a logo or a box or an image oh that's the best part of opening a present. Yeah, it's absolutely true happiness. True happiness when I get material goods. Uh, do you do you do this? I have a confession. I always pre-open my presents when no one is looking, and then wow. I rewrap them. Yeah, I'm just really insane that way. Do you do you find yourself doing that? 
Mate, I'm a shaker, so I'll shake the present. I'll feel the present. That's uh, that's going above and beyond. Do you actually like reapply the tape and uh, get it all back to the way it was before? Absolutely. I have my scalpel. It's very sharp, and no one can tell. No one has any idea. And, and, and I, you know, over the years, I'm I'm getting up there in age, so you can well imagine how good I am of doing Man, this I, after 40 I said years. That I, I think it says a lot about your personality. That, uh, you just you just got to get in there, uh, you know, using using surgical implementation. That's so right. To look at presents. Holy it, cow. Well, it gets really serious when I put the mask on, but uh, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> have right. you had a, have you had any like um shaking mishaps with with any presents? No, uh the only mishap I've had with shaking is when someone actually hears the shaking because mm. in order to actually get a good shake, you've got to get some audio and uh so you I'm sure you can kind of uh, open a present very surgically with a with a scalpel yeah. and not have anyone here. But the shake, there's a little bit of danger in the shake. You've got to make sure that you're totally alone. Absolutely. Have, have you? When's the last time you got caught? Uh, it would have been this last Christmas. Hmm. Um, in fact, I was caught shaking <laughs> shaking a gift that <laughs> didn't have any uh, audible in it. So I kind of spent a lot more time shaking it, and someone came around the corner, and the gig was up. Oh. What wow. about you with what about you with your scalpel? Has anyone caught uh, you opening up pre-opening a gift? Um, anyone caught? Not that I'm aware, but I suspect that my entire family knows what's going on, and they just don't want to embarrass me any longer. Uh, after all, I paid for most of the presents here, so I think they're just <laughs> let, they're just letting it go. Um, it's fun. Hey, so Steve, this has been a really wonderful micro podcast on on presents. Do you have it? What do you think we should talk about next time? Do you know what I think we should talk about next time? I think we should talk about drones. Drones. Yes. Like getting the like the drone bringing the present or putting the present on top of the drone or how it. Well, oh, I, I, I can't think, wait. I, I think the drones just. Uh, I'm fascinated with drones. So whether the drones are bringing presents, drones are bringing ice cream, uh, we're sending drones out to, I, I don't know, I just, uh, I'm a big drone guy. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think this this should be the very last presents micro podcast. We'll just end the series. And then next time we'll do the ice cream on the drone podcast. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> do you want to have the final word? I do. Presents. <laughs>